Hey everyone, it's Tony Schiavone. Glad to be talking to all my slapdicks. Glad to be here with the king of slapdicks, the one and only Casio Kid. This is Casio's Cuts. If you want to hear my episode, it's episode six. So go back and listen to that. Other than that, go fuck yourself. What's up, Candy Lickers? Pleased to meet you. Nice to know me. What you doing? You listening to another edition of Casio's Cut. And I got two of my good buddies here with me today. We got Drew Morgan and DJ Lewis. What's up, fellas? What up? Well, uh, I wanted to have you on. You guys have been on separately. Uh, Drew, you were on the pilot episode of Casio's Cut. And uh, I knew it was going to be fire when I tweeted that the uh, you were going to be on a podcast. And uh, Drew retweeted and said, yeah, when are we recording this thing? It's going to be hot. I said, we did it six months ago. <laughs> it's hot. I bet it's fire then. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, he's drunk. <laughs> and then DJ come over and uh, did an episode and told us about yellow legs, his chickens. So. Yep. So let's, uh, they should know you by now. If not, go back and watch those episodes. Uh, but we got to talk about you guys getting together and doing a podcast into the biscuit. What in the fuck is happening with this thing? Yeah. I wish we knew. <laughs> yeah. We lost no. season two. We're on season three. We're going to put season two out. We found it. That's uh, that's exclusive. First time revealed on your podcast yes. uh, we found season two the space season lost in space uh into the biscuit i call it a southern gothic horror comedy podcast the idea okay. was that and the idea is that in general uh you know if you do southern comedy uh and it's i guess it's not unlike what we do on well read uh just in a different genre but the idea is if you do Southern comedy, you're expected to probably sometimes by a lot of people kind of be, you know, uh, like some of my heroes, I'm not making fun of these people, but there's an expectation that you're gonna talk with the thickest accent you got and only talk about gravy. And I like doing that, there ain't nothing wrong with that. But I wanted to talk about real dark stuff on my podcast. And the person I wanted to talk about it with was DJ Lewis. And it's not all dark. Sometimes it's just sort of existential and weird. But me and DJ like to smoke weed and talk about space and infinity, man. And, you know, as far as podcasts out there and books and everything else out there like that, most of the time it's just some nerd, you know, sitting saying in a nerd words. Saying yeah. nerd words, sitting in a studio apartment or whatever, smoking <laughs> weed, listening to fish. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to do it with somebody smoking weed, sitting in a trailer, listening to fish. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. It changed the viewpoint. That's what you did. You changed the viewpoint. And also, I'll tell people it's weird and it's different. Um, it's a parody of a morning radio show. We do fake commercials. Uh, we uh, also open with a story about a possum named Charles. Almost every episode, a different story. Yeah, what's 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 going on with Charles? We got a possum going on. Well, DJ, yeah. how how does how does a possum come into this? Oh well, he was not through the fucking cat door. <laughs> yeah, nah, he. Uh, well, you want the story that's going on right now <laughs> just, with him? Now you don't have to catch us all up. Just how does Charles the possum end up as the opener of all your podcasts? He's just an extension of, of ourselves, I think, really, an extension of, like, uh, the of everybody. He is. He's just, he's a working class possum who has magical nipples and smokes weed with a Yeti, and I think we can all relate to that, especially during these times. Smokes weed with a Yeti, like the Tumblr? No, with a, with a Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, a real Yeti. Book, yeah. <laughs> I was going too uppity there. I went fucking drink there. <laughs> Y'all are going the legit Yeti, okay? Yeah. No, he, yeah. He, he drinks his beer out of a fucking, you know, leftover <laughs> cup from 7-Eleven. Yeah. Uh, why, yeah. What makes his nipples magic? 
Buddy, I wish I knew. DJ, please, if you can answer that. <laughs> well, he went. He went to this. He went to a to Madame Zura, uh, who was a uh, who of was course, a, like we yeah, all do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all possums. To get his nipples red, uh, <laughs> they have they have twelve. You mean like reading, not like make them red, like thumping them. Yeah, to make his nipples red. Yeah, I like to make my nipples red. Yeah, I prefer mine to be a more blush color. I like that's what I know. They're she's just a like, psychic moth, right? Of course, she's a psychic moth. Yeah, she's a psychic moth, and red, and he. And, and so she read and found out that he was, you know, the Antichrist. And there's just a lot of standard. Yeah. But so far, fair, this is all standard. But to be yeah. fair, well, he was going through a lot and he was on drugs. And we're not even sure that really happened. He may have imagined that whole scene. Oh, okay. No, no. So every episode, we're, we get a little more of his story at the yeah. beginning. So when they mm -hmm. tune in, I just need to. Is this one of those they probably should go back to episode mm -hmm. one? Uh, for nah. Possum Charles, nah. But what about for the rest of the pot? I mean, is this something you can jump in, or should yeah, they jump in? Okay. There's a couple of episodes like they have parts one and parts two, but we titled them appropriately. We're not crazy. <laughs> we titled them. We're not overthinking this, right? Okay. Yeah. What? I don't know what you think is going on with this story about the possum who gets his nipples red and turns out he's the Antichrist, <laughs> so but but it makes sense. So season oh, yeah. one, season uh -huh. one is about what? Because season, season two is about space. Yeah, I would say that season one death is uh well no I would say season three is more about death. Season one, I would say is more about hmm. the abyss. I mean, really, the darkness that's inside. They're kind of overcoming it too. I think, and it was really weird because like a lot of our episodes went along with storyline and like looking back on it, it's kind of weird <clears throat> because i know we were both going through some weird stuff in life and stuff and like so was possum charles you know, he got fired from his job and he was like having a hard time and <laughs> i know yeah and to be fair to your question though i mean i think we were all kind of doing the bit for a second there but the honest answer is the seasons have a lot more to do, to do with Possum Charles. In general, there's no seasons to the podcast part. Like oh, the wow. conversations, the conversations are just conversations DJ and I have about death, about like those people who, um, you know, fight for the rights of people to kill themselves. We had a whole episode on that about the end of life and what you do at the end of life and should you have the right to do that. But that had nothing to do with what season we were on. The seasons really have more to do with Possum Charles. Okay, I got you there. So so they can tune in. They're going to get, uh, you know, like you said, somewhat of a dark subject, but you guys are, hey, let's talk about this. We're all having the same thoughts and feelings and right. questions and the whole deal. And I will say this. A, it's gotten funnier, I think, because we've gotten more comfortable with the format. And I've figured out how to just make DJ pause and just repeat mm. to everybody what he just said. Like the other day, I found out DJ's mad at the whole Enlightenment era. Like that's his least favorite era, Matt. If you're curious, I don't know if he's ranking him. A lot of reasons why I'm mad at it. I didn't get to get into it, but it's still we haven't gotten out of the Enlightenment. We're still it's a whole thing with me. I think really he's just mad that he has to live during it. But um, so he doesn't want to be enlightened. We've gotten better. At that, I bring that up because I do, I will say the first season, uh, our fans have stuck with us, but a lot of them were like, ooh, this should have came with a trigger warning. <laughs> and they're not all a bunch of like, you know, I know that that phrase trigger warning has made people starting to think of like 20 year old college kids who can't stand to hear the word no or whatever. But it wasn't that as much as it was like us talking about times we were suicidal. And people going, damn, I just didn't know that on the way to work, I was going to remember the two years of my life I was suicidal. Not mad at you, but <laughs> maybe let us know that shit right. next time. And we've gotten better at that, I think. DJ, how do you feel about it? I feel like it's, it's great. Uh, 
I feel like it's good. All right. Not now, a suicide apart. <laughs> yeah, no, not a suicide apart. Uh, just about the podcast in and of itself. It's great. It's also it's, it's also great to like uh, be able to talk about things like I was having a, a difficult time finding a job uh, due to my record and shit like that, and like shit just being fucked up, me being fucked up, and being able to talk about like my drug addiction, having to overcome that, and having to overcome having a felony and look for a job, and having to like get a, finally get a job, and like having a lot of people like write me and be like, man. I needed to fucking hear that. You know what I mean? Like, I need, like, dude, it's so awesome what you're saying. Everything, you know what I mean? And, like, we support that. And, like, even if it's just, like, I feel I feel like it's productive. Like, I don't feel like I'm just out, out of here just, like, beat, beat my own dick to my own, you know, drum or whatever. Uh, I guess. I think that's how you're supposed to do it, though. Yeah, yeah I think so, too. Beat your said, dick to your like, own drum. Ah, <laughs> I'm not beating my dick on the drum. Um, but I am, Season really. four. But, yeah. Season the, four. Yeah, yeah but I am. Beating our dicks on our own drums. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it feels like, it feels like there's, it's a, it has a value uh, uh, that I can appreciate. Um, uh like I do, I do love making people laugh and stuff like that. But I also like to hear that, like, to to come out with something that's a little bit more personal and and connect with a person like that who might be having uh, a hard time and 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 like be wondering like what it's all for or like whatever. And they can say, you know, hey man, I need to hear that that inspirational message or like you know, even though you were going through having having a hard time at this point in time and got through it and like proud of you and you know and i'm telling my friends and help me and stuff like that man it makes it worthwhile it sounds like it's almost even if anybody's listening or not it's, it's more therapeutic for you just to you guys talk it out yeah yeah man dj talks about all the things he's overcome you know like addiction in prison i get to talk about how sometimes i'm sad it's really a lot that we're talking <laughs> sometimes uh, i'm sad no, I have a tendency towards existential crisis. And, yeah, people do write us in. They talk about being able to connect with various things uh, that we've talked about. And that is pretty cool. Uh, and it's also, man, it's just fucking – it's what I wanted to do. Does that make sense? And what I mean by that is the weirdness, the stories about possums at the top, uh, how we made it a parody and created a whole universe in a world – in a town called Hollerville with its own businesses – uh, we've gotten away from some of that lately. I think mostly because we know everyone's sort of consumed with the pandemic and we get sick of talking about it, but it's also like, well, what did I do this week? I said at home, I can't go out and do comedy. I'm thinking about trying to get a job, but almost nothing's open in California and blah, blah, blah. And DJ, what'd you do this week? And he's like, well, I had to go to work at the Dollar General and fucking people are looking at me weird because I'm wearing a mask. So... I'm saying all that I might be getting a little sidetracked. My point was just creating that whole universe. Uh, it's almost like Prairie Home Companion meets the Dukes of Hazard meets philosophy class. And I just wanted to fucking do that. And once I started doing it uh, with DJ, it was clear to me that it was also bigger than just that, just that little concept. It was, it was about talking about this shit. Let's talk about that a little bit. DJ, you, um, you know, we were kind of hitting on it, uh, before we hit record here. You, you took a, uh, you took a job at, at Dollar General when the lockdown hit and, uh, needless to say, I think it's been a little eye opening for you. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's been, uh, it's been really, it's been really, uh, I, I, I hate to be, I hate, I, I, and this is without, without I don't have any I don't have any side in anything other than just like you know definitely just being able to respect the people around me uh we have a lot of like older folks and, and people like that who come to our store who are wearing masks and gloves and stuff like that and uh <laughs> they they definitely feel better in a store where people are 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 being kind of uh, uh, 
cautious about about their health. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and they appreciate that. And at the same time, uh, it, it's hard. It's hard to uh, to get around the, the the making people uncomfortable because you're wearing a mask and stuff like that. So so it's 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 really drawn a lot of like weird like uh, parallels in, in in the people in in, in our community. Uh, but you know whatever it's 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 uh, and I've also learned a lot about five G in China and. Um, I've also been, yeah. <laughs> I've also learned a lot about that uh, from the people in our community. Uh, I've learned that, uh, man, when it comes to pandemics, motherfuckers got to shit. You know what I mean? They got to shit and they will rob toilet. They don't give a fuck, you know? And uh, and uh, that's the first, I can't, I still cannot believe that that was the, did you, did you, does it, did anybody here think toilet paper when they first heard? Pandemic? Did either of y'all? Did any of y'all run out? No, never. I'm still using the same corn cob I started on. <laughs> I, I did have to uh, pay like a lot for toilet. I mean, you know, not really. It was like 13 bucks, but for a package that would usually cost four because I bought it at a liquor store. What? Because, because Target and Walmart and the grocery store were out, and I was like, I'm not going to any more fucking stores looking for toilet paper. I'm paying $13 for this uh, package I found at the liquor store. That's pretty genius by the, by the liquor store to go, yeah, like, that we'll, really we'll upsell anything. Y'all buy oh, yeah. it, we'll upsell it. And I don't think they were, I mean, they might have been gouging, you know, I know that shit's illegal, but I think it was just like, Nah, we always carry it at a premium. We're the liquor store, you know, like, like you, you know can get getting overcharged get, at the liquor store. Right. You can get blind drunk here and die and leave your family fatherless for two dollars. But if you need to wipe your ass, you're in the wrong store. Man, this is the this is the forget about what you did when you were nineteen store, not to get your butthole clean store. <laughs> What's what's it like in uh, in Los Angeles, dude? I mean, we joke about that, but that's got to be a totally different perspective than what we're dealing with. I mean, it is. I assume I haven't been in the South since. All right, so me, Trey, and Corey had shows in was it Charlotte or Raleigh? Raleigh, because uh, I was pumped about the club. Uh, <laughs> we were going to Raleigh, uh, the Charlie Goodnights. I was on the plane when I found out the weekend was canceled. DJ Damn. and I had shows. We had a run of shows. Our first end of the biscuit, you know, themed run of shows planned that week. Uh, we'd sold out. God, it was going to be rad. It was going to be a rad week. It really was. And when the shows got canceled, I changed my flight, uh, of course, but I didn't go right back home. I went to my parents' house. I spent the first part of the pandemic when everyone was just starting to realize, you know, oh shit, like normal people were just starting to realize this is very serious. And then I came back. So I'm not sure what it's like there. And people go, what's it like in LA? I mean, dude, I live in the Valley. I go to the grocery store. Uh, I got a little yard and that's, that's it. That's my life. I'm, I'm country boying it up here. I don't leave the house. You know, we go grocery shopping. I, I, I went camping last week. Uh, the wife and I figured out if we just put all our food in the car, other than getting gas, we ain't got to see nobody anyway. So we went camping. In the middle of that, I got a hair up my ass and drove to San Francisco to buy a Bronco. Uh, it's a sweet two. ass Bronco. Thank you. It's a Bronco two for anyone listening. Don't come rob me. I ain't got Bronco one money. And uh, I'm I'm telling all this to say like I don't I don't know what to t I, I don't know what it's like if you're working in uh as an essential worker in la i'm sure that's wild but for me i walk my dog down to the park some people have a mask some people don't you know but the fucking honduran basketball league is still meeting every sunday they're all five foot two 45 years old and have beer bellies it's the funniest goddamn thing i've ever seen they haven't stopped playing and they're not coordinated. And they clearly have only played basketball for like the last 10 years of their lives. And it's amazing. And I still sit and watch them with my dog. And even he thinks it's funny. Ball don't lie, brother. Ball don't lie. Don't lie, dude. 
courts never stop, son. Uh-uh. It seems like LA uh, has done a pretty good job with this, though. They they seem like they've got their shit together. We're probably though the most spread out big city in America. Yeah. So if you haven't been out here, that's the one thing people don't realize. We do have a downtown part. It is not that populated. I think it's one of the least populated downtown, whatever skyscraper, big building type areas. Even our housing projects or whatever are two or three stories for the most part at most. Uh, We're just not packed on top of each other like most of America's major cities. And I think, I really do think that's that and it went to New York first. So by the time New York got bad, the rest of the country knew to take it seriously. And then when LA decided to take it seriously, in terms of just having space, it's just easier on us. Right. We also have terrible public transport, which usually is a bad thing. But <laughs> when you're talking about a pandemic, it's good that everybody has a car, even the poor folk. And then DJ, you're just outside Chattanooga. Um, y'all just got y'all just got end of times thrown on y'all. Y'all got the Rona, you got a tornado, you got everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's happening. That's happening. <laughs> One of my favorite episodes of Into the Abyss is Boner at the End of the World. Uh, if you want to hear what DJ was doing when the tornado hit, listen to Boner at the End of the World. I won't give it away. I don't think you can guess what he was doing. Is that season three? Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's a good one. Uh, yeah, but then um, it's, <laughs> it's also, a good one. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it was also. When I first found out, ah, dude, it's been weird. I, I feel like everybody in America right now is a is a is a it's a, it's hard to it's hard to, uh, it's hard to uh, uh, not feel like everything like end times type shit. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of like what the fucks, you kind of all like I think everybody's just sitting around going, huh? What's next? <laughs> like we've got it all. Look at it. Like, this is... Like this murder is, hornets. We got yeah, riots. Hornets. Yeah, the cicadas are, like, coming back after 20 yeah. years. Yeah, 17-year cicadas are about to hit, because of course they are. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to have locusts just fucking just everywhere, pandemonium, mm. people. I do need an epic battle of murder hornets versus cicadas. That'd be fire. Oh, yeah, yeah it would be. I'm taking the cicadas. In a are walk. you? Yeah. In a walk? You just because of numbers? It's mostly numbers for sure, but they're tough as shit. You can't hardly kill them. I mean, when you you gotta like really crunch a cicada to kill it. You ever kill one of them motherfuckers? They got an exoskeleton. Murder hornets ain't got no exoskeleton. <laughs> Remember that story when we were young? The first time they came through, and they bored a hole in that little boy's leg and lived in there. Yeah. No. no. What? I know. It's nightmares. The <laughs> stuff of nightmares. Mm-hmm. Raised a family. In his leg, started to it planted Gen- eggs. Generations, generations of locusts lived inside this little boy for seventeen years. Wait, is he twenty years old now? Is that why they're coming out of his body? He's yes. bust that butthole. <laughs> and this, these are the kinds of things you'll learn on Into the Abyss. That's yeah. our news. That's our news segment. Yeah, yeah. News segment. Hey, what, are they what are those? What are, what are those? Are they earworm? What the fuck are they that burrow the hole in you? And then... Chiggers. Oh, God, yeah. Get around them. Cicadas. No, like... Locusts. No. I've had chiggers before. You ever get a chigger on your ball sack? Yeah, buddy. I've been ate up with them. I've been ate up with them, but not on my ball sack. (laughs) That that should be against the rules. DJ, have you had one on your balls? Where's the worst place? Goddamn, I did. All over my balls. Yeah. Fingernail polish? What'd you do? Yep, yep. Clear fingernail polish. I thought he was about to show us his balls and show us they were yeah, trigger, look, have they, trigger have free. Have ever been bit by a trigger? Yeah, balls like this. Yeah, fingernail <laughs> polish should get them triggers off, son. Yeah, well, yeah, well, but it burns. Ooh. Yeah, it burns. What are you talking about? Earwigs or something? What are you talking about? I, that's what I think. That's what I think it is. It's like an earwig or something, and they they burrow a hole in you, and and, and they, they do it to your dog too, man. What? This, this animal your balls fly. and your dog. There ain't nothing it's sexual. Like it's like some sort of fly. Blow fly. fly. It's a, a blow fly. A blow fly. Blow fly. Could be. Could be. 
Could be. No, I, I know bowflies do that. You might be talking about something else, but I know bowflies will burrow a hole in you. Yeah, and that's what it is. There. I just googled bowfly, and it's a damn fly fisherman thing. Let me just blow. Oh, look at this guy. He he does not. This guy this guy looks like he'll get in your balls and your dog. Watch this. We're gonna we're gonna bring up this guy right here. This guy looks Look at this guy. I just want to state for the record that I'm against it. I don't want to see it. Okay. I thought you were gonna show us a video. (laughs) No. Is that what you're talking? That guy's mean. Yeah. That thing right there will lay an egg in your ball sack. (laughs) Burrow into your nuts. That's that's man. Insects are fucking. I don't. I don't care too much for them. Got to be honest with you. Now you're gonna be getting chickens, so you're gonna have a whole lot less insects running around. Really? You getting you some chickens? Yeah, man. We got we got little baby chickens right now. That rules. My niece got her some chickens, and they all died while she was at her other grandparents' house because she splits time between the grandparents because you know both her parents are in the pen because it's the <laughs> south. And she, they died while she was at the other grandparents, and she wouldn't talk to my dad for three days because he killed Damn. her chicken. What, what? I mean, they just pass away. He didn't kill them. Kill them. No. He didn't no, like. We got just, chicken nuggets no, today for lunch. Seven and a bitch. Like it's just <laughs> how it is. DJ, just, what should I get ready for for chickens? Is that a casting couch? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's the most famous couch. And That's what you see. Who knows what that is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew exactly what it was. What was I, it? There was there was a tweeter. There was a video where somebody was talking about something. God, I can't remember what it was, but it was somebody very mainstream talking about very much not porn. And then they were like, and you know, they're sending them through the ringer, making them go to the casting couch. And I was like. I don't think that's like a common phrase outside of the porn industry. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now, wait, yeah. DJ, is that a virtual background or what do you got? Is that your background? Tapestry, trailer tapestry. <laughs> trailer, yeah, trailer tapestry, trap. Oh, tapestry. Wait, that's a fire tapestry. tapestry. Yeah. Huh? That's called, yeah, it's called like retro wave or something else like that. Retro wave. Trey told us all about it. Trey's yeah. very particular art movement apparently oh that's a whole movement that little that little look right there yeah yeah it's like drive the movie drive and then uh drew you got joe diffie of course you're still eat up apparently rest in peace man yeah well i used to make diffie memes with that picture and there's nothing better in the world to me than a joe diffie meme sometimes they can be joe diffie themed you know what i mean like um uh, what was the one Corey said about the wall? Trump's going to write Billy Bob Love Charlene on that wall, God damn it! Trump 2020. <laughs> I think Corey did that one. Uh, but my favorite one was uh, uh, with him was, uh, I don't know who killed JFK, but my favorite, Glennity, uh, my favorite Kennedy was Glenn. He lived by me in college, had a pet snake. All right, so let me ask you this. We got, we got your backgrounds taken care of. What is the best thing you've had delivered during the lockdown? Hmm. Any, either one of you can go first. Well, right. I'm talking about like, drugs. Anything. Just what's the best Anything thing? Driving to your house. What's the best thing you've had delivered to your house during the lockdown? I had some, I had some really fire, really fire mushrooms brought to the house. <laughs> All right. Fantastic mushrooms brought to the house. Uh, yeah, I guess I'll say that Andy had a drug package. My wife had a drug package delivered from her friend, whose name I won't name, that had uh, what he called a fun night in it uh, for both of us. This motherfucker, I don't know what nights he's living. Uh, this is a fun month. But anyway, it was nice. Uh, I bought a pair of LeBron James in pink to match the sweatshirt I have because okay. I was drunk, and that was what I did. Uh, and I needed new basketball shoes. And then the most flames meal, yeah. Andy was gone. And I convinced myself it would be financially irresponsible not to get a whole large pizza mm. and the wings and the, uh, the salad with the works. I got a full-on family meal family from meal a day. nice, like, wood-fired pizza restaurant. I spent – like, you can get pizza in L.A. for 10 bucks. With wings and all that for 20. 
I spent $60 probably on a pizza meal. All right, what's on the pizza? Whatever I want. I'm pretty sure I got like the supreme situation because I like all the vegetables. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with meat on the pizza, but I can't stand the just meat lovers. It's like, dude, just fucking make gravy and biscuits. Like, what are we doing here? Well, you seem to agree with that, DJ. No, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, but uh, gravy and biscuits and, 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 and meat lovers pizza, two totally different things. So they, they are. Just, I'm not saying that I'm not. You can taste is the meat. You can't taste the sauce. Okay. It's just, it ain't. You, you just need to be. I'm a one meat man. Okay. <laughs> I think that was a Joe Diffie song. <laughs> I'm a one meat man. I'm a one meat man. Like about a one meat man. You can put it on my pizza if you want. Uh, what's your go-to snack during lockdown? Is there anything blossomed like you didn't snack on before? And you're like, hey, I, I found this is fire now. Yes. What? Andy has these chocolate-covered, I want to say almonds. I don't know. I've never looked at the nut. I just throw them in my mouth. We've all been there. Yeah. <laughs> just don't, don't, don't look, look at the nut. nut. Just throw it in your mouth. I genuinely didn't mean to walk into that one. <laughs> DJ, yeah. obviously your snack is shrooms, but besides that, yeah, uh, uh, well, no, I, I like, man, I like uh, the Tabasco cheesy slash Parmesan cheesy mix in the cheesy, but I like the two together box. I find it's very, very, very fire. Wait, they got like a house divided box, and both of them are in there. Divided, like nerds. You remember what nerds used to have? It's not like that. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day with nerds, that was fire. But they're mixed in there. Yeah, they're, they're all mixed in there together, so you just get a great thing. My favorite snack thing that's been foolproof during this, my entire situation, and throughout my life, actually, if anybody wants this, what you do is you get you a bag of popcorn, you know, extra butter movie stick, Peter's style popcorn, right? You sling jalapeno uh, Cheetos down in that, you know what I'm talking about, the Cheeto, the jalapeno the <laughs> Cheeto, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. M&M's down in that motherfucker. Yeah. M&M's? You, so you get the butter, crunch, jalapeno, and the M&M all in there. And then mm, treat yourself. Mm. DJ, <laughs> ain't you been fucking with smoked oysters? I've been fucking a lot with smoked smoke oysters. Smoked oysters? Yeah, different canned mates that may, I might need in the future, depending <laughs> on how long this lasts. So you're going ahead and testing foods out for Armageddon. Yeah, for Armageddon, okay. I'm gonna need to know. You know, you know, I, I'm gonna need to know. I'm telling everybody, hey man, look, stay away from that that fucking halibut. You know, it's not even gonna give you diarrhea. <laughs> and obviously, we ain't got no toilet paper. So I accidentally did that with beans because uh, I was freaking out because the first time I went to the store, there wasn't no food, so I just got all kinds of different beans, and all the good beans was gone. So I just had to get all these, you know second tier beans and if anybody was wondering garbanzo beans are fine uh farva beans disgusting they smell like dog food wait that's what uh that's what hannibal lecter ate right he wanted some farva beans yeah he also ate people so i guess i shouldn't <laughs> <trust him. laughs> what the fuck is chianti ain't it a wine or the spritzer Something good. Red and white. Yeah. That's how I do my wine. Yeah. Sometimes I'll fuck with pink if there's a lady around. That is big time. <laughs> All right, let's uh let's wrap this up with the countdown. They need to go check out into the biscuit. We're gonna hit you with 10 questions like we wrap up every single episode with. I guess we'll rotate. We'll ask 10. We go down to one. Um, and uh, let either one of you want to go first for number 10. Name something that's a perfect 10 in your life. My Bronco 2. It is pretty fire. How many miles I got on it? 100. Oh, that's that's low. Yeah, man. Uh, my dad told me that's pretty common if they did survive because the only way they survived is if you didn't drive them a lot. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. That makes sense. It does. DJ, yeah, what's that, that makes me excited about the future. 
<laughs> you got it right when the spark's supposed to break down. I like it. DJ, what's a perfect 10 in your life? Dogs. Well, you, yeah. what, what dogs you got currently? Because you got, you got a good rotation. Yeah, right now I just got Sydney. We just got Sydney. So, uh, you, always, you always come up with awesome-ass dogs. I know. You've had a good run. I have, man. I have. Well, you ain't doing so bad yourself, buddy. I got to say. <laughs> I'll have some dogs. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I don't know anybody who doesn't have a fucking awesome dog. I really don't know anybody. I've had some asshole dogs, though. Yeah. Have you? Was yeah. it that one that Wade jacked off? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> Jerry Barksia, he would – I called him a grenade with a pin pulled. You never know when he – he bit four different people in the face. Not just I, bit, but I'm talking about in the face. Jack him off. <laughs> he had built-up tension after Wade left. <laughs> All right, number nine. Uh, nine, of course, German word for no. This was a different question before the lockdown hit, but – Name something that's no more. Name something you're written off in 2020. Oh, I thought we were rotating. Am I supposed to go DJ? first again? Yeah, DJ? Oh, oh, something that I've written off? Yeah, something that's no more. Oh. Hope? <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah, I mean, I'll piggyback off that. We've been talking about it on the podcast. We, it, we, hope, false hope. Is yeah. the most nihilistic shit you can have in your it life. Really, yeah. If you yeah, hope for something that really just definitely ain't gonna come true, you're the most cynical motherfucker I've ever known. You can get yeah. the fuck away from me. So I'll say yeah. hope, and then my just to give a different answer, my one A or whatever is giving a fuck. Yeah. Okay, just about just everything. I'm, yeah, man, I'm fucking telling my father-in-law what I think about him and his politics. <laughs> I'm fucking fighting with people on the internet, you know, and like I'm not one of these like you know. PC culture's over. Fuck that free speech. I don't want to say the F word or any of that stuff, but like I might say midget now. Cancel me. I don't care. Yeah. Feels good to get that off your chest, don't it? Might just might just say something to the midgets. That sounded like you've been waiting to say that. <laughs> well, honestly, it's the first thing I could think of that I felt safe. Yeah. And you know what the thing is with all those words? <laughs> no, this is what the thing is. We were at the comedy catch for a competition. DJ, you do you remember that fucking speech? <laughs> we're doing a competition. And um, the host was like, listen, and there's, there's no rules except don't go over your time, and you just can't say three words, okay? Cunt, faggot, and the N-word. And I was like, well, what the fuck was that? And I was like, oh, she, you think you can beat up two of those? You think you yeah. can whoop the ass of anyone yeah. gay or a woman, but if a black person's nearby, you can't whip their ass. So yeah. I might. Accidentally just did that. I might have just been like, well, I can beat up a dwarf. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the uh, the article that came out? The guy claims he's a leprechaun whisperer. Have you seen this guy? No. And he he's in Ireland, and he said he he said he's counted. There's 236 leprechauns left on Earth, and they live in a mountain, and he can talk to them spiritually as an out of body experience. And he wanted to tell us that they have not been eaten up with Corona because they're spirits. Uh, so the leprechauns are clear. So I just want y'all to know. That is good to know. Leprechauns. I'd take it all back. I'll never say that word again. Now I'm scared. Oh, wait. Gonna... I, did y'all – he fought and won in Congress to get leprechauns as a protected species. Somebody did that with fairies over there, too. I don't know what's going on in Ireland, but we're all like, oh, they just get drunk and they're happy. It's like, nah, they're nuts, dude. Yeah. He said he's counted. There's 236, so they're protected. A fairy preserve? Swear to God. My (laughs) wife told me about it. There's like this. They're evil, though. Aren't fairies evil? I think that's a bar in Hollywood. Dude, (laughs) they. There's this farm where, like, passed down for generations, there's, like, one person in the family who can see them. It's crazy, dude. Irish people. Everyone acts like they're sweet and just fun drunks. They're nuts, and that's my people. (laughs) Is it like a – is it like a spring, like in Legend of Zelda, where all the fairies and you can go catch (laughs) them in the jar? And only (laughs) one guy can see them. That's strong. That's the leprechaun guy. He said he's the only one that could talk to them. They're inside the mountain. (laughs) Uh, number eight, 
what do you want to be for your last meal? You know, it's your last meal on earth. What's yeah. the last thing you, you ate? Fried chicken, biscuits, and gravy with uh, homemade apple butter. What? So what, well, we need to specify, is that made by somebody? Is that from a restaurant? Who's getting you the chicken? Is it magic? Like, my mama is deceased, but like, okay. can, can she make it in this world we're living in? Why not? In? We, we got a possum with magic uh, nipples, yeah. and we got I fairy fountains. Mamma and Dean Dean's fried chicken, biscuits, and gravy, and apple butter. She makes the apple butter, too? Yes, she does. That's fine. Mamma and Dean Dean makes it all. The apple butter, the food, you feel like shit sometimes. Like, she does it all. What are you drinking with it? Oh, man, I didn't think about that. I mean, I'd probably have milk because I like having milk with my biscuits and gravy. And then I'd probably have sweet tea, too. I mean, it's your last meal. You can have as many drinks as you want. DJ? Yeah, I mean, I'd probably have beer now that I think about it. <laughs> a lot of it. DJ, uh, what's your last meal? I'd like to go get electrocuted hungover. <laughs> so bring me a bottle of fucking whiskey and just the heart of the fucking prosecutor. <laughs> The heart of the DJ, I realize last meal is a thing in prison culture, but we didn't mean to take you back, dude. I think Matt just means like, you know, you've lived a good life and you know that tomorrow it's coming. DJ's I, I, like, I thought we were talking about the last Bring me the head of my enemies. Yeah, yeah. I feed off vengeance as well. It's like we're about to go on death row. This is our last meal. <laughs> Whiskey and the heart of a prosecutor. <laughs> As, wait, hey, my, fa listen, my favorite is he didn't want he didn't want the victim that put him in there. He wanted the prosecutor because he did that shit. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> did that shit. Yes, he just didn't deserve the, the full. He's punishing the guy that proved that he did it. All right, I like yeah. it. And he didn't yeah. deserve to die. He just he should have got ten to fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Matt, anyone who is at all listening and becomes interested into the biscuit. We just changed the name to whiskey in the heart of a prosecutor. <laughs> That's season four right there. <laughs> seven. What'd you want to be when you grew up when you were seven years old? What'd you want to be? In the NBA. You wanted to be a basketball player? Yeah. yeah well, I thought I you were a football man. dude though. I ended up being better at football because I'm stocky and short and fast. So that's why I went to college to play football because they asked me to. They didn't ask me to play basketball, but I was better at basketball by a lot. So as a kid, you were you were who who was your? I mean, I guess it's got to be Jordan, but I was gonna say who was your fave? No, it was uh, it was Sean Kemp because I liked the way he dunked. Yeah. And the guy that I wanted to be most like, uh, it was various point guards. I think it started with. Jason Kidd, then it was Steve Nash, then it was Chris Paul. Damn, son, nice. What about you, DJ? What did you want to be when you grew up? Comic. Your dad, your dad was yeah. in the business. Yeah, yeah. That's strong. Well, that's a nice run there then you had. All right, number uh, six, how do you want to end up six feet under? How do you want to die since you guys approach that all the time? DJ? Just how do you want to go out? Probably some kind of drug overdose, something cool like that. Some something not where your heart explodes, but something where you kinda of like faint out, you kinda of get like a good warm rush and then you fucking go. Heroin sounds nice. I'll go heroin. That whiskey in the heart of a lawyer was pretty fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then get electrocuted. That was pretty fire. I wanna go out sleeping on some titties. Sleeping on some titties. Yeah, nice. like I want to die. I'll sleep on some titties and then just not wake up. Maybe the titties smother me. Maybe yeah. a nickel, a oh. nipple asphyxiates me. Yeah, it's a pretty strong way. That's, yeah. Nobody can complain about going out like that. All right, hey, number. Can I tell you real quick. Uh, what? I, I, this is a question for you. What's the worst way to die? Uh, worst way is being a prosecutor of DJ's case. <laughs> <laughs> I always saw alligators worse because you you think okay. you're gonna you think you're gonna get eat to death, but you're really drowning because he's fucking uh, doing that death roll on you. That's I don't want no fucking part of that. Dude, a fucking a goddamn a mountain lion will goddamn grab hold to you, shake tear you up in a tr tr tree and like try to smother you up in a goddamn tree or break your neck. Motherfuckers. Oh my. <laughs> That's those are good answers. Here's Who'd you get I mean. mad? 
saying. He was mad at somebody. That mountain what lion. He's mad at that mountain lion, dude. He called mountain lions motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Drew? The worst way to die would be if you were out at sea and you were uh, and you were drowning. But then you found like a plank of wood, so you weren't drowning, but now you're just floating and you're starting to thirst to death, and that's how you're going to go out. But then oh. somehow you find water, and now you think you're going to starve to death because it's been like three weeks. And then before that happens, a shark comes by and it bites your leg off, so now you're bleeding to death. But then a rescue helicopter comes down and it swoops you up, and you're like, oh, I'm going to survive. But then it explodes and you're caught on fire, so now you're going to burn to death. Then you fall out of the helicopter, it puts the fire out, someone comes and rescues you. You live to be really old, but none of your hopes and dreams come true, and you die alone. That's the worst way to die <laughs> you got nobody to tell your cool shark story to <laughs> I, think <that> was, <laughs> I think that was a john Bryan song one of the hole in the bottom of the lake <laughs> you just kept building on that motherfucker that was strong all right number five five figure discount what's the last thing you stole uh, whatever was at the bottom of my shopping cart i pull that move i don't tell them there's anything down there if they see it oh the know, little like undercarriage yeah, I think it was dog food the last time. Wait, do you and do it on purpose? Yeah, I just don't tell them. Okay. If they see it, they see it. I just, because then you can, you know, plausible deniability. I do that every time. Uh, and then and during the pandemic, I try to tip them. I try to tip the cashier whatever I stole. Oh. Man, so if, the, like if I steal $20 worth of dog food and I tip them a 20 and then I just feel like I'm, I'm not stealing, I'm diversifying my shopping funds. And now they're not going to snitch on you. <clears throat> well, I've thought about that. Like, if it looks like I'm paying them off, but I don't, I don't think it does. Mm. The idea I, is that they don't even know. I didn't know you were a regular thief. I didn't see that coming. I don't know if it's regular. I don't grocery shop very often. <laughs> <laughs> DJ, what's the last thing you stole? Uh, yeah, it had to have been something from the grocery store when I was going to the self checkout. Like, I don't, I don't just be scanning everything. You know, Wait, but I mean, how do you how do you put it on there? It'll tell you the weight's off. Dude, it's been I mean, you just you don't have to put it in thing, you just keep it in your buggy and run it through that way. You don't have to put it in the way. Also, uh, that that feature's been broke a long time. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's been going. They, they, they haven't updated the software at all. Oh, some vegetables? No, they ain't weighing up no fucking vegetables. I'm gonna boop, boop, boop and get the fuck out of there, dude. I, I'm, you know, that Are you getting out. like fancy vegetables and claiming they're the cheap ones? Like asparagus or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Put it on for apple. You know, Everything's you know? an onion. Yeah, everything's an onion. <laughs> you can do that shit with steak. With steak? Yeah, don't ring it in. Just beep it in. Like, just say, oh, this is apples. I got two pounds worth of apples, bitch. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah, or just and then just don't scan it. I mean, I've plenty of times just like went straight from the thing. Especially if there are other people around me, went straight from the thing. Just kept on acting like I was doing the damn thing. Yep. Oh yeah, scan it one time. Ask ask me to for it to scan again. Like he didn't get it. That's going in thing. I'm just gonna press a button to rescan and scan the next thing. I gotta say too, I'm offended that you said that I'm a regular thief. That, it ain't stealing if you're stealing from big ass grocery chain. Come on, dude. You just you just Probably giving did. back. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Stealing. You from did the get rich. back to the to the <laughs> checkout person. <laughs> and, and even if it's me, I'm poor too. Fuck them. That man. Yeah, yeah, man. It's like what you didn't want me to have this asparagus. Just be out here when you. Yeah, know I wouldn't steal from Bill's grocery store. Yeah, or you're me. going big chains. Yeah. Yeah. That's Big how I feel only. about rap and stealing. Big chains. <laughs> Big chains. <laughs> All right. Number four, uh, I think we talked about it, DJ, for sure. We didn't hit you, Drew, when you were on. Uh, Mount Rushmore, Little Debbie's top four. Well, see, okay, I thought that's what you meant. You sent this picture that, that you – what you sent me says, number four, Mount Rushmore <laughs> of Debbie's. And in my mind, I was like, well, number one is Lil Debbie. And then I don't know Debbie. You know any other Debbie? Debbie Joyner was my mom's friend. She died of diabetes. All right, wait. Before we go snack and cakes, let's really talk this through. What's the top four Debbies of all time? Lil Debbie. There's Lil Debbie. Then I found Debbie Gibson, and then I, I then Debbie Joyner was my mom's friend. That's what I came. She she died of diabetes, but she used to give me candy. There was a Debbie that fucked a lot. There was a Debbie that did a lot of porn movies. Like yeah, Debbie, Debbie Does Dallas. Dallas. Oh, Debbie Does Dallas. 
Yeah. All right, I Googled famous Debbies and I got Debbie Gibson, Debbie Reynolds, and Debbie oh. Harry. Debbie Harry. That's Blondie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. it's Lil Debbie, Debbie Joyner, my mom's friend, gave me candy, died of diabetes. Debbie does Dallas and Debbie from Blondie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm strong. That's it. But, but all right, but to do what. Snack yeah, cakes. Yeah. Dude, I'm a classic man. It's, it's fig bars. Okay. It's oatmeal fig cream. Fig bars. Yeah. You're Amen. the first there. Yeah. It's oatmeal cream. Mm-hmm. It's Swiss rolls. And then I'm trying to decide if it's fudge rounds. Or don't they have a version of um, of moon pies? They call them like marshmallow cream or something. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll put that. that. Really? You and a bunch of wild cards. What about Choco Gels? Do people do a lot of people say Choco Gels? Choco Gels? Yeah. I don't even know what Choco Gels are. Yeah, I never had a. It's a little Debbie that's got the that's got the chocolate on the outside. You bite into it, it's got the little jelly filling. Like a jelly donut? Choco Gels. I think they're just called jelly rolls. No, it's like a like a pie, dog. It ain't like a roll. It's like a pie. It's got the it's got the chocolate on the outside. A hey, Choco Gels. I got a choc. I'm looking it up. They got a chocolate pie. They got a Choco Gels. C H O. That might we might have just got them in prison. That might. Be I y'all got Save a Lot brand. Cause I've done that before too, where I'm like, yeah, man, my favorite. I like the cream horns, and then I realized. Choco Gels or Yeah, they got you know they got uh, Hostess and Tasty Cake. Is this what you're talking about? No, it's a Choco Gel, G-E-L, Choco Gel. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a. Very... I like how he spelled it. Like you might think he meant jail, right. where you go, and the prosecutor must get his heart eaten out. Choco Gel. Oh, let me. I'll try it. No, real fast. No. In my, maybe in my own mind, Choco. I see Choco Taco. Choco Gel, man. I Google Choco Gel. No, nothing's coming up. That's it. Little Debbie, jelly cream. Oh, the Choco Gel. Jelly cream pies were called Choco Gels. I with said the J- With a J. You said you jelly that? roll. Oh, it's a jelly roll. Yeah, you said jelly roll. No, I think it's the same thing. Look, here it is. Little Debbie jelly pie. Look, here the, here the little picture of them. Look, I, I remember them jelly cream pies. Oh, they're pretty good, no, man. But anyways, the head and uh, my daddy uh, used to hey. listen to Roy Orbertson. Late at night, be singing drunk, eating Choco Gel and a thing of water. I get All right. Choco- That's one out of the four. What else? Oh, uh, fudge rounds. Can't fuck, can't fuck around without a fudge round. Okay. Uh, I like uh, the the Christmas cookies fucking hit hard Christmas for me. trees? Yeah, yeah. Not the trees, not the, not the These cake. These are the Christmas tree cakes over here. You're talking about yeah. cookies. Yeah, I'm talking about the cookies. The cookies hit. And then also their fake-ass Twix hit hard for me. Oh, yeah, the peanut butter bars. Yeah, the peanut butter bars hit yeah, hard. fake-ass Twix. Yeah, the fake-ass, yeah. I guess that's four. Yeah, that's four. I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to call you out on Choco Gels. we got to get to the bottom of that. All right, number, <laughs> number three, three albums on a deserted island. So I always make sure everybody knows this doesn't mean they're your favorite albums ever. You're, you're going – only these three on repeat for the rest of your life. So you might want a compilation. You might want a live album. What do you got? You might want, you know, this is what I call Pop 27. Led Zeppelin's BBC Sessions would have to be. Okay. And then uh, probably Boston. Just to I've been listening to that show. Boston, Boston? Yeah, well, okay. I, I, I'd have to pick all live or double albums or something like that. Probably, and then uh, probably Leon Russell's Carney. Oh, it's a good album. It's fire album. Drew Morgan. Man, I hate this question. <laughs> Just because like, you got to narrow so it down. Because yeah, it would be so mean to make somebody. You know what I mean. Just pick your three. No, there's instant regret, by the way. Yeah, I'm already upset. I'm Once you get say, through the three, you're going to go, ah, I really shouldn't have left that out. 
I'm yeah. We were on a podcast that made us draft Southern comedians the other day, and boy, oh. we talked about me not wanting that to go out. Um, what was that on? Was that Real Red? No, that was on um, the Reckon podcast, Reckon Alabama. Okay. It's it's kind of like bitter Southern, but it's new and in Alabama. <laughs> uh, all right, I think Kings of Leon, uh, the Aha Shake Heartbreak. One, okay, great album. One of their first ones, and I can't. Is that Molly's Chambers and all that? Yeah, and I That's never, fire. I never get tired of it, and it makes me feel uh, nostalgic. You know, that's my old man record. That's my, you don't even know, kids. Sex on Fire is garbage. Yeah. But back in the day. They sold out. Um, And it makes me feel good. I think Equimini would be what I choose. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my favorite. That's my favorite repeat listen to the whole album, rap album. Rap's weird for me because I love the Outcasts because they're halfway, to me, they're halfway in between like bops and like fun rap and serious rap and if i listen to too much of one or the other like i can only listen to two chains for so long and then i want something that has some more substance to it actually he's a bad example because he's been getting more substance full but you know what i'm saying and then uh i gotta have a woman's voice oh if i'm gonna be stuck on an island you know especially That's if i'm thought. without a woman who can sing right and right now the album that I mean, I, I've been doing this album for three years. She has a new album, and I still listen to this old one. Angel Olsen has an album uh, called My Woman, and her voice. Does it? Oh, my God. You here for it? Buddy, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm here under it. I'm in it. I'm with it. I don't want Angel Olsen. Yeah. Yeah, the way I discovered her, uh, Sturgill Simpson was talking about his favorite music on an interview, who – it's hard to leave my man off this list. Yeah. He was talking about her, and he was talking about music he liked in an interview, and he listed a bunch of shit I'm familiar with, and I wasn't familiar with her. And my woman was the newest album at that point. It was about a year old, and I listen to it so much. Andy gets jealous. She, I mean, she also happens to be very hot. <laughs> then there's that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I mean, you could tell, but I didn't know that. And and I gotta say too, Saint Vincent has an album called Mass Education that uh, was close. Ah. Hard to figure out. You're going with it. It's hard for me to pick. Yeah, I like those three. I gotta check out Angel Olsen now. You've sold the hell out of her. Your voice, man. All right, number two. If you were a wrestler, who'd be your tag team partner? Do I have to pick a wrestler? No. If I have to pick a wrestler, it's Ric Flair. If I don't, it's the ghost of Joe Diffie. <laughs> Wait, you don't even want him as Joe Diffie. You want the ghost of Joe Diffie. Yeah, propped up beside the jukebox, son. <laughs> All right. DJ. Man, uh, I'm thinking probably like uh, – I know it, it, it'd be real weird – but probably somebody who, you know, I could have a lot of, like, drama, but at the same time, like, I feel like we get the job done and do whatever it took. Maybe somebody like Alex Jones, who I don't necessarily agree with, but who's <laughs> quite extremely entertaining and also – Well, he'll fight you, too. Huh? He'll fight you, too. Oh, yeah, he'll – yeah, yeah, you know, he's going to – yeah, as a matter of fact, he, he's going to get more – he's going to be more into it than I ever will. You know what Yeah, I'm he's ready. I just fucking red gaslight his ass and just fucking <laughs> Korean buddy, you better go get him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Somebody like that. Somebody who I don't mind sending out and end up getting fucked up. DJ will never tag in. Alex will be his ass He's like, no. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. I want to change You got this, Alex. Get in there. <laughs> I'm going to change mine to Angel Olsen. <laughs> We're just going to be fired. <laughs> I'm gonna watch her fight and never tag in. Right, number one, one and done. We need your best concert you've ever been to, and then on the flip side, if you want to shit on somebody, worst concert you've ever been to. DJ, I, best concert. That's hard one. The the that, I just don't have any. I don't have, Tom Morello, fucking blew me the fuck away and that was like the last concert i saw so i'm gonna go with tom morello 
probably. I, I mean, there's no way I could pick. But did I know bring, that. Huh? Did he bring guests with him, or was he solo the whole time? He was solo the whole time, and it was, was fire. It was fire. Um, even though, man, I tell you, man, Pussifer, anyways, yeah, probably Pussifer. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just going to say Tom Morello. Just, I, mean, I feel like less people have seen him, and they need, I, you know, I feel like I just want to. Where'd you see Morello at? Uh, down here in uh, Chattanooga at the. Uh, War Memorial? Nah. I forgot what Tivoli? Nah. Nah, it's another, it's a newer place that just opened. Wow. Oh. Worst concert I ever saw was Vanilla Ice. Really? What year? Yeah. Uh, I mean, was 80. he prime? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, was, I, was, yeah. I wish it would have been 2015. I, like, I did too. That's what I thought he was going to say. Yeah, I was like 12 or 13. He's at so, the UTC Arena. He wasn't in Home Improvement Ice then. He was real straight up Vanilla Ice. Oh, oh yeah. He was, he was doing it, and it was bad. Now, of course, I'm not a great judge of music, but I know, like, for most of the concert, he just fucked the stage and didn't even rap. Now, he it, danced a little bit, but, like, it was really bad. So, he dicked around and then did Ice Ice Baby and went home. Yeah, pretty much. So. You remember that song, Wiggle Lick, Just a Little Bit? Mm. Y'all remember that song? Yeah. Yeah, that, those dudes opened up for him, and they were fire. <laughs> I remember being a little young, a little young house going, God, <laughs> they're booty everywhere. The wigglet just wait. Do they have girls on stage? Oh yeah, that's fire. Yeah. All right, Drew, best or worst? This is harder than the album. Mm. Uh, I mean, at some point, all the good concerts you've been to you're not just comparing the show, you're comparing the experience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, me, DJ, Andrea, and Andy saw the Outcast at a music festival in New York, and that was such a fun experience, and I wanted to see them, and I didn't think I ever would. I, they had stopped touring, and I didn't think I'd – and that was great. Me and Andy saw the Avery Brothers when we were falling in love and just getting to know each other at Bonnaroo. Me and Corey saw Pearl Jam at Bonnaroo on Mushrooms, and we lost each other. We were only like 60 feet apart, but then we found each other. And it was incredible. Uh, so fucked up. I think I'll go with Outcast with DJ, Andy, Andrea. The whole experience, the whole weekend was rad. My worst concert ever. It's not even close. Hands down. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. My understanding is they've tried to improve upon it. Do you know the band, The Lumineers? Yeah. They got famous real quick. Okay. So that's supposedly why this is the case, but it is like kind of known that they were fucking awful live. <laughs> they were at Bonnaroo. And when I tell you hordes of people halfway through the first song, were just like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Oh no. They were on the second biggest stage. And by the end of it, I walked back by it on my way. Just cause I didn't know, I had no plan at that point. Cause they sucked. I didn't know where to go. There might have been 200 people there. Out of thousands. Garbage. And like Damn, I said, I've heard they've improved. And I, you know, I dug that little poppy hand clap, old timey music thing they were doing. Hey, ho, I don't yeah. think you're right. I dug that shit. But live, it was garbage. There was nobody clapping at the show. No, it was hey, ho, let's go. <laughs> More let's go and let's say, yo. Uh... Yeah. All right, fellas. Thank you guys, man. I appreciate it. Had a blast. Uh, glad everybody's doing okay in your camps and, uh, everybody go check out into the biscuit. One of y'all tell them where they can listen to it. You can listen to it on Stitcher, Everywhere. Spotify, Apple. I think that's it. <laughs> Follow them on social media, Twitter at into the a biscuit, Drew Morgan, DJ Lewis. Appreciate it, fellas. Much love, buddy. As we say, every time, we better stop before we get embarrassed and uh, audios from Chacos.
I've been telling you for a long time that SaveWithConrad.com can save you money, but don't take my word for it. Now, um, James, what made you come to Save With Conrad in the first place? Um, I needed a refi. Uh, I've been listening to Conrad's show for a couple of years. It was it was very you know it was very competitive uh, with what I was seeing locally and with my current lender. So I just decided to throw my business at Conrad. Was there anything specific that Conrad said on the shows that kind of made you take that first step? Interest rates are historically low, and two months without a mortgage payment seemed a really good deal. Um, off the top of your head, how much money were you able to save uh, through Save with Conrad? Man, I don't know what what the overall savings going to be. I, I needed to cash out to cover some other um, other uh, outstanding debts and the, the rate I dropped, I was able to drop the rate down by almost a point and um, basically keep my same payment but cash out enough to cover those outstanding debts and um, have a little uh, left over for a rainy day. Oh, that's great. It's pouring down rain here. Would you recommend Save With Conrad to any of your friends or family? Oh, sure. So what are you waiting for? Find out how much money you can save right now for free. You don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket. Even credit scores in the 500s can be approved. And if we can't save you money, we won't waste your time. But because we're licensed in more than 40 states, we can help more families than ever before. Find out how much money you can save right now for free at SaveWithConrad.com. Oh, and did I mention you could skip your next two house payments? Hurry to SaveWithConrad.com.